0: It's the law of how everyone creates their future. And just like the law of gravity, it's always happening, whether you like it or not, whether you even realize it or not. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast helping you to create a life of high performance that is aligned to your heart's purpose. My name is Trang, your host for the show. And today I'm talking about how you can manipulate your future by changing this one thing. Let me start with a story. The half marathon that I ran last year was the hardest I'd ever trained for a race. The one I'd run prior was two years before. Thanks COVID. (laughs) So I was hungry to get a PB. Throughout those two years, I trained between one to two hours a day, and I was under the close guidance of my coach. Shout out to Ryan Twist, who, by the way, was on episode number 84, talking about how you can develop a resilient mindset. It was a powerful episode, so check it out if you haven't already. Now, leading into this race, I had my final big training run three days before. It was 12 kilometers, and it was a hard 12 kilometers. But I so stupidly wore these new runners that I'd bought. And for anyone who doesn't know, that's a bad idea because when you wear runners that you're not used to, it increases your chance of hurting yourself. Funny enough, as a physio, I should have known that. So the morning after this training run, two days before the half marathon, I woke up to feel My right calf, stiff as anything. Like standing up to get out of bed, my calf felt constricted and painful. And I fell into a limp as I hobbled to the bathroom. And my stomach dropped. And I thought to myself, oh my god, how am I going to run 21 kilometers in two days if I can't even walk to the bathroom pain-free right now? I started to panic. I got out my phone to message Ryan instantly. Like, I don't know what he would have done for me, but I just needed him to reassure me or something. So I send the first line, I've got bad news, dot, dot, dot. I start to type out the second message and then stop myself. I knew the more thoughts and energy I put towards this calf, the more I'd be focused on it. So the more I'd notice it the more I'd probably talk myself out of this half marathon or have a bad race if I went through with it. So I backspace that second message and tell Ryan, don't worry, it's, it's nothing. I'll, I'll tell you after the race. So I continued prepping for this race in the planned regimented way with visualizations, carb loading, water loading, and just blocked out the entire idea that my calf was even a thing. I ended up getting a 12-minute PB that day. A two-hour, three-minute half marathon. And that was five minutes faster than what I thought I would do. It was five minutes faster than what I was hoping to do. And the the, the craziest thing is I didn't even feel my calf the whole race. I didn't even feel it. So what happened? I manipulated my Future by focusing on what I wanted to happen. I manifested the thing that I focused on. So, by focusing on this half marathon, focusing on the preparation, like optimizing my mental, emotional, physical state, my determination and my performance on the day reflected that. And it all pointed towards me getting a PB, the fastest I've ever run a half marathon. In contrast, If I had put my energy towards this painful calf, if I had followed through with that message, complaining to Ryan, if we'd talked about it, if I kept focusing on it and poking and prodding it, I probably would have called off the race. Like I probably would have convinced myself of the narrative that I would hurt myself and it just wasn't a smart thing to do. Or even if I'd followed through with the race and consciously still was chasing that PB yet unconsciously was like focusing and putting all of this catastrophizing energy towards this calf, I would have very likely felt it so much more during the race. And that would have hindered my ability to get a PB or, or run as fast as I did. So here's the thing. If you want to manipulate your future, you've got to change your focus. Because what you focus on expands in your mind, which then affects your emotions and your actions, which then affects your future. It creates your reality. You create your reality. The brain, it always seeks to be correct. It's just how the brain works. So if you carry these unconscious belief systems or these unconscious expectations, the brain is going to seek that out and create that. That's essentially what confirmation bias is. If you have something that you believe in, you will see more of that and you'll actually bypass and look over things that contradict that expectation or belief. So, for example, if there's a woman who believes from her past experiences or messaging that her, her mum has taught her, if a woman believes that all men are pigs and they will cheat on you and treat you poorly, then she will unconsciously swipe right and go on dates with all the bad boys. And she will bypass and look over all the nice guys. And then she'll wonder why like she keeps attracting such such terrible men in her life. And that will only confirm her belief that all men are pigs and that cycle will continue that's how the brain works it will seek out what it already believes it wants to be right the brain wants to be right and this is what a self-fulfilling prophecy is a self-fulfilling prophecy is a belief or expectation that an individual holds about a future event that manifests because the individual holds it and and the most obvious example of self-fulfilling prophecy is placebo. Like, especially if you're an allied health professional, you'll understand that placebo is real. There are so many studies that show that placebo is real. So you can give two different groups, two different, uh, like medications for a particular condition. One group will have the real medication, and then one group will have a placebo medication, like a fake version of it. Yet the group that takes the placebo medication will very often feel better because they've believed that they've taken this medication. They expect to feel better. So they do feel better. And it's actually really interesting because, and yeah, I'm going to go there, over the last couple of years, all of the talk about the vaccine with COVID and how Severe the side effects are. There's actually been a systematic review and meta-analysis that's come out in January of this year by Hass et al. That looked at twelve articles, including forty-five thousand participants, finding that seventy-five percent of participants who got the placebo vaccine, so the placebo COVID vaccine, reported negative side effects like fatigue and headaches. How crazy is that? So 75% of participants who got a placebo injection felt side effects that, they, in a way, self-created. They've, they'd made it up in their head. And that's how it works. Placebo, self-fulfilling prophecies. It's the law of how everyone Creates their future. And just like the law of gravity, it's always happening, whether you like it or not, whether you even realize it or not. So you better become aware of your thoughts and your focus and your expectations and belief systems if you want to create the future that you want. And I'm assuming that most of you do want to create the future that you want. So it all starts at the deepest level internally inside of you. And that's why all of my coaching it goes to the core of mindset work, which oh like sounds so cliche like mindset training and mindset work. But everyone's results starts at the internal level. There's no point focusing on physical, tangible things that you can do if internally your mindset is going to actually contradict those actions and is actually going to obstruct those actions and behaviors from being carried out consistently anyway. So here are some more examples of self-fulfilling prophecies. And I want you to listen to this and see if any of these resonate with you. Like turn the light back onto yourself so that you're not only listening to this and being like, oh yeah, that's interesting, that makes sense. But you're actually applying this to your own life and seeing where you have inadvertently self-created adverse events in your own life. If someone thinks that they can't be successful in business, maybe it's because that's what their parents have told them or because they've read the stats that most small businesses fail in the long term, then they will not be successful in business. Maybe because they carry this belief and this expectation, they only ever do business as a side hustle. Maybe they play it off as, oh, I'm just doing this like casually, like I'm not really going all in. And then because they are only doing it as a side hustle, they cause their own failure in business and they never actualize their potential in business as as compared to if they had gone all in. If someone doesn't think that they're good at job interviews, then they're going to do badly in job interviews because maybe leading up to the job interview, they're going to get so, so nervous and they're going to get into the job interview, like believing that they're not good at job interviews. So they're going to be like really jittery through the job interview and just like can't really focus and, and stutter and just do poorly because they're so nervous and they're so lost in their own head. If a woman starts the contraceptive pill and expects that that's going to cause her to gain weight, it's going to cause her to gain weight. Maybe not necessarily because the pill causes her to gain weight, but because in her head, she's like, oh, well, the pill is going to cause me to gain weight. So like, fuck it. I might as well just eat more. Like who even cares anymore? I'm going to gain weight anyway. And because she eats more, she's going to gain more weight. If someone doesn't think that they're good at triathlon, maybe they think that genetically they're just not someone who's good at running or someone who has endurance and cardio fitness, then they're going to hold it back from going all in. They're going to just play around with light level triathlons instead of going for an Ironman. Maybe they don't get a coach because they don't feel they're worthy. Maybe they just tell everyone around them that they just do triathlon for fun and then they create that self-fulfilling prophecy, and they won't be good at triathlon. If someone in business, if a coach doesn't think that they can make a one thousand dollar sale, because in their head thousand dollars is a lot, and you know who's going to pay thousand dollars, then they're going to be nervous on the sales call, and they're going to come across to the customer or the client as not being very credible and not being very trustworthy, so then the customer will not buy and follow through with a $1,000 sale. And now this person, because they didn't believe they can make a $1,000 sale, doesn't make the $1,000 sale. If someone doesn't think that they're going to get accepted to do a TED talk, then they're probably not going to even bother spending the 10 hours applying for the TED Talk and then they won't get the TED Talk. If someone doesn't want to be late and in their head they're like, I don't want to be late, I don't want to be late, I don't want to be late. <sighs> like, I'll just make sure that I'm not more than 10 minutes late. If I'm one or two minutes late, it's okay. And then they, they start fluffing around because in their head it's like late, 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 late. Don't want to be late, don't want to be late. The key word late. They leave late and then they're late. Versus the opposite of all of this. If someone is in deep faith that they will be successful in business, then they're going to do whatever it takes. They're going to work after hours. They're going to work on weekends. They're going to put in the hard yards. They're going to network. They're going to do research. And then they will be successful in business. If someone has had previous bad experiences in job interviews but they tell themselves i am getting better at job interviews every time i do one i am actually good at job interviews then they're going to walk into the job interview room room very confident very focused very clear in the head and they're going to do well in that job interview if a woman goes on the contraceptive pill and she understands that one of the side effects can be weight gain but she's like I'm not going to be at the mercy of something that is out of my control. I'm going to control my eating. I'm going to look after my health and my hormones and I'm going to recover with good sleep. Then she won't gain weight. If someone who is just a beginner at triathlon and yeah, like they've never done a triathlon, so they, they can't be good at triathlon yet, but in their head, they're like, One plus one equals two. If I do a lot of hard training, if I get a coach, if I go all in, then I will become good at triathlon and then they do all of that and then they get good at triathlon. If someone who is in business and is a coach is determined to make a 5k sale, maybe they have a few sales calls and those clients don't buy they still don't back down. They still tell themselves, oh, like, you know, those clients just weren't the right fit. Those clients are more happy to shop at Kmart instead of shopping at Chanel. I'm going to keep my prices at 5K. I'm not going to drop my prices. And then on the third or fourth call, they confidently go in, they deliver value and they make the sale. Now, they've not just made a 1K sale, they've made a 5K sale. If someone is determined to get accepted into a TED Talk, that they will apply and and apply and apply one after the other after the other until they get a TED Talk and they become a TED Talk speaker. If someone is usually a late person, but this time they are determined to be early and they tell themselves, I'm going to be early. I'm not going to even think about being late. I'm just an early person. Yeah, I'm an early person. And then they leave like 15 minutes extra early and they get to the place they want to go early. All of these examples are self-fulfilling prophecies, whether it is in a negative unwanted direction or whether it is in a wanted direction. Ultimately, you are in control. Now, how can you create a positive self-fulfilling prophecy? How can you change and reprogram your focus? Well, ultimately, the brain has its estimated sixty to 70,000 thoughts a day. And most of those, like 95% of those are unconscious. So you don't even have conscious awareness or control over those thoughts. So what you need to do is you need to be as conscious and as aware as possible throughout your days, and you need to bring what's currently in the unconscious to the conscious. How do you do that? Well, stop being busy and hiding behind the mask of busyness and doing things all the time. You need to slow yourself down and take time out of your days to do the inner work, to do some mental awareness work. That might be journaling. And this is why journaling is so powerful. You sit down with a pen and paper and you write down what your beliefs are. You write down what your expectations are and you start to illuminate the things that you previously did not recognize. And when you start to realize, oh, I actually do have these unresourceful beliefs after all, then you can start to reprogram those beliefs and tell yourself the opposite. And how do you change your beliefs? Well, simple. Repetition. Beliefs are simply just repeated thoughts. So start to repeat the thoughts and the beliefs that you do want that will serve you. And then you will start to reprogram your beliefs. Spend time on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, doing visualizations. Visualizations are my favorite. I do them all the time. Visualize a future event, such as a job interview, such as a race, such as a talk you're going to do, such as a meeting you're going to have with your boss, such as a five or 10 year vision that you might have for your life. Visualize that, visualize it, visualize it, visualize it. And the more you visualize it, the more that you start to reprogram your thoughts and you start to have so much belief. And knowing that that's how your future is going to go. If you're seeing it every single day, you're going to convince your unconscious mind that that is what's going to happen. And then through the self-fulfilling prophecy law, you'll create it. Meditations as well. So sitting in silence, sitting in stillness on a regular basis so that you can become the observer of your thoughts. You're not just your thoughts, you actually create space between you and your thoughts and you can start to observe them. And the last thing that you can do to start to reprogram your focus is watch your language. So the language that you use externally when you talk as well as the language that you use internally. So to go back to the example that I used before. If someone is constantly repeating to themselves, I don't want to be late, I don't want to be late, I don't want to be late, then what's the key word in that sentence? Late. And they're actually, without knowing, manifesting being late because that's what's in their reality. Like, that's why ex-smokers who identify as an ex-smoker or a recovering smoker, they're still identifying as a smoker. And then they're going to be more at risk of relapsing. Or someone who has the goal to be less anxious. Oh, interesting. Why are you still languaging that anxiety is part of you and something that you experience? Instead, reframe that language. Instead of, I don't want to be late, change it to, I'm going to be early. I'm an early person. And now all that's in your reality and in your mind is earliness. Lateness is just gone, bam, disappeared. Instead of thinking that you're an ex-smoker or an ex-addict of anything, call yourself the opposite. I am a healthy person. I am an athlete. I am a nourishing person of my body or whatever it is. Like language, the key words that you want to be more of, not just what you want to be less of. Instead of wanting to be less anxious, I want to be more peaceful. I want to be more calm. So those are a few different ways that you can manipulate your thoughts. And by manipulating your thoughts and your focus, you get to create the future that you want. All right, guys, before I wrap up this episode, if this really resonated with you, if you were someone who was hungry to actualize your outcomes and your vision in the future, if you are determined to create the future that you see for yourself and you want more of the teachings and learnings that I shared in today's episode, then let me share this with you. I'm currently in the works of finalizing the final Power Your Potential immersion for the year. So if you'd like to save the date, please block out October 8th. In your calendar and i'll share more details in the coming episodes also please feel free to send me a message and let me know if there are any topics that you would benefit most from learning at this point in time and i can see if i can actually add it into the immersion all right guys that is it i hope that you have a fantastic rest of your week Oh, the week's absolutely flying by. I can't believe it's the 1st of September already. Last four months of the year. Let's fucking go. I'll chat to you in the next episode. Bye.